Southeast Radio's Business Matters with Carl Fitzpatrick. Fanon O'Donoghue of Campsided had great plans for his business before the pandemic hit, but little did he know that his business would grow by 500% during this period. Fanon, we'll be discussing Campsited and the recent funding which you secured for the business. But first, I'd like to find out about your own career path prior to starting Campsited. So, Carl, I spent uh, about 20 years working in enterprise technology, uh, working with companies like Vodafone and Liberty Insurance and KBC Bank, helping them deliver projects, technical projects uh, and consumer-facing products uh, across their entire technical architecture. Uh, then, in more recent years, uh, prior to starting Campsited, I also did a lot of work with those companies in the online space, so helping them serve more of their customers and, and sell uh, more efficiently through the online channel. Uh, and then post-spending uh, all that time in the, in the enterprise technical space, I worked in uh, user experience design. And I suppose a blend of all of those skills, uh, I felt, you know, allowed me to, to start the campsited uh, project and, and, and launch the initial, project, uh, initial version of the product. So in relation to Campsited, what is it and how does it work? So Campsited is a way for people to find and book camping holidays in Europe. And the original nucleus for the idea, Carl, was, uh, was a few years back. I tried to book a, a camping holiday online uh, on the continent for my family and it was almost impossible to do so. There was no central website that was easy to use that had a very broad selection of campsites across the, the countries in Europe. And that's the problem that we are solving for consumers. So provide us with an insight into the scale of the camping holiday market with the Irish tourists to start with. Yeah, so, so I guess the Irish the Irish tourists, I mean, there, there are probably just over 100 accredited campsites in Ireland. Um, and I think... It, the Irish uh, uh, camping sector at last count accounted for somewhere between 2.5 and 3 million nights. Um, and, and I suppose you have pr- primarily Irish consumers of that product, while you also have uh, an influx of international customers from, you know, from the UK and further afield in Europe. And then, of course, you have the Irish consumer who travels to the continent of Europe to go camping uh, and also in, in very significant numbers. Uh, the, the European camping market, Carl, is 500 million nights annually, uh, give or take. And then the global camping market, when you take in North America uh, and uh, Australia and New Zealand, is, a, is about a billion nights annually. So it's a very, very sizable market. Uh, and that market is worth anything from 16 to 18 billion euros annually, just in terms of reservations. So ultimately, it's a marketplace online business. So in that regard, you have two clients that you have to keep happy. First and foremost, those that are selling their services of campsites. And then you have to get your message out as well to those tourists that are looking for that particular product. So talk to us about how you managed to gain scale with both of those. Yeah, you're, you're exactly right there, Carl. And I guess it's always a fine balancing act. So what we did initially was we launched the technology to the campsite side of the marketplace um, and initially we were we were signing up campsites in the UK and Ireland and we were doing that by direct sales and as the business evolved uh, we started integrating with the core reservation systems that the campsites use on the continent uh, and because of that we have we have direct access to real-time availability and pricing and that allowed us to scale our I guess if you want to call it our supply our, our choice of campsites 
and the availability that we have in those campsites quite quickly in more recent years. And then as we, as we started to scale that supply quite quickly, we launched the consumer side of the marketplace and then we started to drive demand to the consumer side of the marketplace, which ultimately led to um, reservations or bookings for our campsite partners. So talk to us about your customer profile and what parts of the world that they're actually booking from. Yeah, so initially, Carl, we had uh, our focus was on the UK and Irish uh, consumer, both domestic and, and travelling abroad. Um, but what we what we found actually a couple of years ago when Brexit started to become, I suppose, um, started to come to a head was that the UK consumer in particular uh, stopped booking uh on the continent and um, and what we did what we decided to do because of that was we decided to localize into the French language uh, and and just focus primarily on French domestic bookings and that's what we did we, we, we felt the impact of brexit back in 2018 um, we launched the French language version of the site in, in 2019 and and have been focusing on primarily French domestic bookings until then and then of course COVID came along and uh, and I guess that's a, that's, a, that's a whole other story in its own right. Is it true to say, Fanon, that COVID has actually been a positive for your own business? It did turn out to be, Carl, uh, but at the beginning it was, it was an unknown entity, I suppose, in March of, of 2020. Uh, we literally just the second week in March, bookings fell off a cliff almost stopped and and it was around the time that um you know the covid situation in europe started to become uh, uh problematic and so what we did then was we 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 paused all of our marketing activity uh, we recalibrated our cost base we didn't thankfully we didn't have to let anybody go and um and we focused in that lockdown period on 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 uh, optimizing the website for conversion rates and also launching two new products. We launched the first camping platform globally to launch car rentals and activity bookings. And then when the, uh, when the market opened up again at the beginning of June, uh, we saw an, an, a huge spike. And June, July and August were actually the busiest months uh, that the company has had since, since formation. And, and the, ne- the, the end result uh, in 2020 was that we were over 500% up in bookings and revenues compared to 2019. Have you taken inspiration from any other similar type sites elsewhere in the world? That's a great question. And you know what? We, we, we have and we do. And, and what we do in particular, I mean, the obvious one there would be Airbnb, you know, but, but aside, <clears throat> aside of Airbnb, what we, what we like to do in particular was we, li- we like to look, out, look outside of our own sector and see what's happening in other sectors. You know, like for example, um, what is happening in the, in the clothing industry, what is happening in the, in the, in the fashion industry in general, looking at marketplaces in those sectors, uh, looking at marketplaces, as I said, in property, looking at marketplaces really in as many sectors as we possibly can to see do we get little nuggets of insight from the user experience of those sites uh, that we could then uh, add to our own. And Finon, from a marketplace perspective, what sectors then in that regard seem to be leading the way? Well, I think I think the travel sector certainly does, uh, and probably always will. You know, because um, I guess depending on, on on the travel sector in particular, margins can be can be tight, um, and it's really important that that you can you can focus on the conversion rate of your website because by by 
in continually increasing the conversion rate, not only does it drive more bookings for our campsite partners, but it, it allows the business to operate uh, more profitably. So you're constantly looking at, and, and I suppose, look, you know, travel would be one of the leaders. And I guess the one that I mentioned there as well, I think fashion and is would be one of the, the, the leaders as well in this space. So property, real estate, travel, fashion uh, would be the ones that we would typically look at a lot. And what revenue model is Campsited applying? Yeah, we have we have a, a, a fairly traditional commission per booking revenue model. Uh, so the consumer doesn't pay. Uh, what we do is we, we, we partner with the campsite or we partner with the activity provider or we partner with the car rental and it doesn't cost them anything to be on the platform and, and they only pay on a per booking basis. So if we don't drive them any bookings, they don't pay. If we drive them bookings, they pay a commission per booking. Now, Fanon, talk to us about your experience of the recent funding round that you completed for Campsited. <clears throat> Yeah, look, we we you know we were we just closed a six hundred thousand euro funding uh, round, and um, uh, I, you know I'm delighted to say <clears throat> that one of our one of our investors, Motley Fool Ventures, um, you know supported us in in that round, which is their second time investing in Campsite, and also Enterprise Ireland, who've been a great support to us, uh, invested again in that round, you know, and uh, and it's 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 the six hundred k. Um, is, is part of a bigger picture where we will raise uh, additional funding to continue to to grow the business. So raising raising further uh, raising another further two two to two point four million uh, to continue the growth of the business. You know we've got very ambitious growth plans this year, and what's happening right now is is all of the demand um, in a lot of the campsites uh, on the continent because people aren't really booking. That's all building up. So again, when when the the vaccine programs are a bit more developed and when the local governments announce that their economies and, and holiday uh, seasons are open for 2021, we think there's going to be, a, we expect a huge surge of activity again and we're perfectly placed to capitalise on that and the goal will be to grow the business by a further five or 600% again in 2021. Fantastic. Now, how will you be using that funding to achieve those goals? Yeah, so we're growing the team. Um, there's currently uh, nine of us on a full-time basis and there's another five or six on a contract basis. We've got six job specs written for six more FTEs and, and some of those job specs are already have already been posted. And, and actually, all of those job specs, Carl, are in the area of growth, sales, marketing, revenue growth. Uh, and that's a very exciting place for us to be. So a lot of the investment... You know, about uh, about sixty to seventy percent of the investment will go into uh, growing the business, and that's both from a, a marketing perspective, from paid marketing, growing our organic SEO presence, creating great content that we disseminate uh, uh, across the internet, and then you know hiring um, hiring great people to join the the growth the growth team and to to help us continue on our on our journey. And Fanon, finally, marketplace websites and platforms are often developed with a view to a sale. So are you looking to keep this business or to sell it? I'll keep it in the short term, Carl. You know, I mean, we've a lot of work to do um, and we've a lot of growth to achieve. And, you know, I didn't set out, uh, I didn't start Campsited to sell it. You know, I, I started Campsited because it's something that I felt very, very passionate about. Uh, you know, it's a sector that I love. It's a, it's a, it's something that I'm, that I'm, you know, uh, continue to be very, very passionate about and absolutely no plan to sell the business at the moment. Well, if you've just tuned in, that was Fanon O'Donoghue from Campsited. And I would like to wish Fanon every success with his plans for the business. Southeast Radio's Business Matters with Carl Fitzpatrick. Southeast.